basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the All Pacers podcast. If you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at all.pacers or on Twitter at all underscore pacers for all your daily Pacers news and content and join the great community of fans we have there. As always, this is Jeremy, and I am joined by Jack and Breezy. How is it going, guys? What up? Hi. Hey, hey. Hey, you guys. I would really like to know something about the two of you. Okay. Today's stat of the day is a special edition because it is three different days. And if you can tell me where you were on any of these three days. Oh, wow. I will give you the rest of these peanut M&Ms in this bag. I don't want to eat after you. And I yeah, are right you now. how contagious are you? That's As a good. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want those. We we think he has the Wuhan coronavirus. I do not Ooh, have so. coronavirus. I don't even drink coronas. You don't know that you don't have the coronavirus. I well, I feel like Tony Romo would have told me by now if I did. Oh, great analyst. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he is, and a great spokesman for Corona. Uh, anyways, this stat is brought to you by Mike Dunleavy. Ooh. Mike Dunleavy's career. Oh, I forgot the days. So the days are, <laughs> if you still want these M&Ms, <laughs> December 12th. No, nah, ah, shoot. The 12th is December. December 17th, 2007. March 3rd. Uh, God, ugh, did it again. March 17th, 2008. April 16th, 2008. P.S. That's my birthday. Uh, Where were you any of those days? Well, the December 17th is my dad's birthday. So I was celebrating my dad's birthday. Shout out to Bob Bales. Where were you, though? At home. All right, here you go. Nope. I don't want the M&M's. Eat the M&M's. I would love for you to keep the M&M's, Breezy. And my answer is, I don't know. On any of them? Yes. We weren't celebrating together yet because we didn't know each other yet. We knew each other, but like I just knew you as the guy who could do the John Madden impression. I did used to do a good John Madden impression. Hey, RIP him. Um, really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> my heart just sunk. Whoa. <laughs> uh, anyways, so this is monumental because Mike Dunleavy, his career high with the Pacers was 36 points. He did it five times. This year, the 2007-2008 season. And he did it three times that year against the Knicks. Oh, wow. And wow. you'll be happy to know the Pacers won all of those games. Hey, yes. yeah. Thanks to Mike Dunleavy's heroics. Yes. In fact, they won all five of those that he won. He scored 36 points in. But, yeah, Mike Dunleavy, Nick Killer, where were you? Um, was his dad the coach at the time? No, it was Jim O'Brien. Oh, okay. It's crazy he had that exact amount of points that many times in yeah. one yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does that. I don't think. Nobody. Well, Luca and Giannis and LeBron. James probably, Harden. Probably a lot of guys do it. Yeah. James Harden doesn't mess around with 36 points. That's not enough. Well, we have a fun pod planned for you today, but before we get to it, as always, we have some shout outs. Jack, who are they for? Yeah. Uh, so if you hear your name, just. Stand up and cheer. Just stand up and cheer. Um, but we got six today, Jeremy. Ooh. 
So shout out to all you guys. Uh, so thankful for you guys for listening to this podcast. For all our regular listeners, this is a special thanks to you. So number one is Kenneth Sarabia, cool. but two A's at the end. Thank so like you. Sarabia, uh-huh. just draw it out. Probably not. All right. Next we have Caden or Caden Mainreich. Fully Caden. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out Caden. Um, then we have Bubba Best Rist- Ritzky. But it's Bubba dot best best Ritzky. Best Ritzky? Yeah, I like the dot in between. Very classy. Yep. Next, we got J underscore OG765. And uh, if you haven't noticed already, none of these are probably worthy of well, being in our ring of That's the OG765. Oh. It's the very first one. It's not 765-1. Nope. It's 765. The OG. <laughs> yes. So, Thank you. Hey, there you go, Jay. Get in your name first before anybody else. Um, none of these are worthy of being in Ring of Honor. Just Not want yet. to throw no. that out there. No, um, I would like to nominate Bubba Best Free. <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> What's his name? Bubba Dot Best Ritzky. Bubba Dot Best Ritzky. I would like to formally nominate him. Okay, and I say no. I also say no. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> uh, next, we have Raphael underscore Teddy 15. There now, was... do you think that's the Ninja Turtle? How do you spell the Ninja Turtle's name? Uh, R-A-F-A-E-L? No, this is R-A-P-H-A-E-L. Maybe that's how you spell the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I bet it is, actually. Probably. I think that's the Ninja Turtle. Thank you yeah. to the Ninja well, I, Turtle. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then we have Dave O'Shea underscore. So shout out you guys. Um, we're thankful. Hopefully you guys are listening because um, you guys earned this shout out. So yeah, appreciate you guys. But Jeremy, what do we have today? Oh, wait, real quick. I brought a sticker for you guys to see. I One see of it. our new all Pacers stickers. Everybody, it's yellow and with green writing says Pacers. No, it's blue with white writing and says Pacers. Um, <laughs> good try. It <laughs> must be the lighting. Um, but we're going to be doing some giveaways. So I just wanted to show you guys, even though this is an audio recorded podcast. But here, take a look. Here's our sticker. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my water bottle today. But just get excited. We're going to be doing some giveaways soon. And hopefully have some more things coming out. So that's all. I know you guys haven't seen him yet, so I just wanted to bring him for you guys. Oh, I've, I've seen him on the Instagram. and Oh, yeah, I did. Is it just on the story? Uh, I took it all down because the, the uh, giveaway ended. Mm-hmm. Nathan Clare won the sticker. He lives in Ohio. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. I'm kind of glad it wasn't someone where, like, I don't know how much shipping would have cost if I had to send it to Brazil or somewhere that's, else. That's true. I would have. But yep. I am glad that I spun it and it rolled onto a guy from Ohio. So shout out Nathan Clare. You'll get your sticker soon. I've just been lazy. And so, uh, keep an eye out on Instagram for more giveaways. Yeesh. And being able to see what the stickers look like. Too. Yes. Uh, so we have we have some fun Pacer stuff coming up in a little bit. But so first, fun. First, we wanted to just talk about the league as a whole a little bit because we don't really ever do that here because we're a Pacers-centric podcast. And we just kind of want to break down how everything's looking right now at the midway point of the season with some uh, Eastern and Western Conference tiers. Ooh. Yeah. So, Which, uh, to preface this segment, uh, me and Jeremy didn't talk about our tiers ahead of time. Well, as always, we never discuss anything. <laughs> we never discuss. <laughs> it's we, always fun to yep. make for a conversation w- with surprises for yes. each other. So the thing is, we knew that we were going to be doing an NBA tier uh category ranking yep. system 
but we didn't talk about what the tiers should be. So this should be interesting. I don't know what Jeremy has. Jeremy doesn't know what I have. All I know is he has three less tiers than me. So we'll. Well, well I think I have two total more tiers than you. Oh, that's right. Because you did East and West. Yeah. And I did the NBA in whole. So it's going to be a mess. I'm going to let Jeremy take the reins on this. And then I'll chime in at the very end, maybe give my rankings. Or who knows? Maybe in between. Who knows? Or maybe I'll just take control at some point, too. <laughs> who knows? Anyway, so Jeremy, do you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, I'm going to start with the West. And we're going to start with the top of the west which i the first tier i call the kings of the conference oh spoiler alert the kings are not in this <laughs> tier oh i was gonna guess spoiler the kings alert. so the kings of the western conference i have the lakers and the clippers okay sitting there together no nuggets no not not in the very top of the class i don't yeah i know they they, sh- they don't belong at the top i agree with your assessment of the kings of the conference so the second tier i have i have it the contenders so these are guys that could be right there at the top if they uh, put put it together going down the stretch. In that tier, I have the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Rockets, the Mavs, and shockingly, the Thunder. As a contender? As a contender. No, I have them dude. I have them solidly in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, but that's not a contender. They're contending. No oh my gosh, dude. You have the Thunder as a contender. What that's the That's such a loose definition. <laughs> Of I, contending. I can see them winning a playoff round and advancing. That makes they're not going to win the championship though. That's yeah, what but contending if you're going to you're going to advance in the playoffs, that makes you a contender. Oh my gosh, oh. dude! Take the thunder. pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. <laughs> pump yes. the double pump. Ooh, you just got double pumped. Look, okay, hear me out. Let's hear it. The Thunder are one win behind the Rockets. Okay, that, that's the only difference between those two teams. Uh. And you would say the Rockets are solidly contenders, right? I don't have really? them as a contender. I wow. don't. See, so we have a different definition of what a contender is. We do, because I don't think the Rockets could win the championship this year. Well, I'm not saying that, that either. I'm saying they're contending in the West. Okay, then yeah, we have a d- different definition of contending then. I, yeah, so you, I think the only two, you think the only contending teams are the top of the league then? No. I think the surefire, like, actually will like I would put my money on them to win the championship would be Lakers Clippers teams that could surprise me and contend Nuggets Jazz yeah I agree with that um maybe Mavericks they did just lose um yeah Powell yeah Dwight Powell so like I mean it'd be those two other teams because I mean the Jazz look really good right now too and that's me speaking as a or speaking out of recency bias but I mean I would just have those two as contenders I don't want to give my list away too much but well, here's the other reason that they're in this category and not in the next category because I think... Actually, I take the Jazz out. They're not. It's just the Nuggets is my other contending team. That's the only other contending team. Yeah, out of the West for me. Man, all these other teams are going to be competitive, though. They're, okay, well, they're if contending. they surprise me that I'm wrong, but I think it's a th- there's only three teams that I could see winning the championship from the West right now. Well, I'm not saying I don't agree with you. Right, our definition <clears throat> of contender is different, though. Well, your definition of contender... Definition of contender is, I think, wrong. No, is having a shot at winning the championship. Well, every... All right, look at it in boxing terms. Okay. All right, anybody that's fighting is a contender. Okay. As long as you're near the top, you're a contender. That not, Just because you're not necessarily going to win the belt doesn't make you not a contender. I think that they are... They. I'll I'll explain my definitions later. I'll let you finish your list. Boxing is a lot different, too, because all it takes is one punch and you win. You got to win a seven game series in the NBA. Ooh, good point. That's true. But yeah, just... with me, if I'm fighting, I only need two hits one to your face, and then the other one is when you hit the floor. 
<laughs> Whatever you say, man. All right, we'll come, we'll come back to this. Here, here's my next tier. And this is, like I said, this is most part of the reason why the Thunder are in the contender tier and not in this tier. This is the playoff hopefuls. And in this tier, I have the Grizzlies, the Spurs, and the Blazers. Okay. So these are guys that are hanging around the eighth seed, and they're going to fight it out with each other on who is going to be that last playoff team. I uh, agree. The, the tier below that, I have the maybe next years. And in that tier, I have the Suns, the Wolves, the Kings, and the Pelicans. Okay. And uh, we'll see if the Pelicans move up. Was yeah, Zion I moved the back. Pelicans up on my list. Uh, I don't think he's going to help them all that much. We'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. They're, they're looking okay right now. We'll see. And then uh, my final tier is the Yikes. And it's the Warriors. And it's the Warriors. Yes, knew it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so who do you have for the East? All right, so from the East, starting at the top, Kings of the Conference, only one team, and that is the Bucks. Yep. And then from there, the Contenders, Celtics, Heat, Raptors, Pacers, and Sixers. Okay. Can you argue with those Contenders? Um, it's different than what I have as ca- like category wise. So I have serious title contenders are Bucks, and then I have the maybe. Title contenders as the 76ers. Period. Really? But I have another category that st- that is still need to make a move to be a contender, but are probably locked for the playoffs. And that's where I have those teams gotcha. you just read. That's yeah. What, yeah, I agree with well, I added the Nets to be honest. Oh, I don't I, but just, I don't see what I know. That. I think Kyrie's gonna ruin that team here soon <laughs> if he hasn't already. But I, I didn't really have anywhere else to put him because I think they are gonna make the playoffs. So then I have my uh, playoff hopefuls, and in that I have the Magic, the Nets, the Hornets, and the Pistons. Okay. Um, I couldn't. I was I had, the Bulls were a toss up for me. They're right there with all those other teams. I'm just I'm not sure they're quite as good. Yeah. As some of those other guys, and that's why they're in the maybe next years along with the Wizards. Okay. We'll see what the Wizards look like when they get healthy and. Make so do you have two Yikes teams? I have three Yikes teams. Oh. I have the Knicks, the Hawks, and the Cavs. <laughs> oh, nice. The, the Cavs were a maybe next year, but they've been really, really bad. I don't really like their recently, young guys. So. I don't like anyone on their team, to be honest. So they got dropped down to the, the yikes. Yeah. Um, I pretty much agree with that. Would you like to hear my list? Yeah. So I I combined the conferences. Mm-hmm. So I have the series title contenders as the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. I have the maybe title contenders as the Nuggets and the Sixers. So those are like the five teams where... I could see them winning the championship. Uh-huh. Um, I could see everyone else competing, like if there's an injury or if a move's made by one of these next uh, teams that I'm about to read. Um, so I have the still need to make a move to be a contender, but are probably locked for the playoffs tier. Mm-hmm. That's Heat, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, Jazz, Rockets, Mavs, Nets. Mm-hmm. So I kind of looked at like, who's your top seven? Are you going to be able to compete in the playoffs with these yeah. better teams? Probably not, but who knows? You know, like if they're a move away, like if the Heat make a trade and get someone great. Well, now, now I have color. a problem with your list. Oh, let's hear it. Because the Thunder are better than the Nets. I'm not done because I have the playoff bubble knots coming up is what I called it. Because okay. I didn't want to call it bubble tiers to confuse like because yeah. it ends in tiers and then we're doing tiers. Gotcha. So I call them bubble knots. The, I like the Thunder. I just don't like them as much as I don't like their potential as much as I like the Thunder potential. So this next one is good enough to make the playoffs, but it's just not the right team for me right now. So that's Magic. No, wait, wait. I skipped the list. No, the next one is our young guys are killing it, so there's still hope. Gotcha. And that's the Bulls, Grizzlies. This isn't in order. Suns, Pelicans, Thunder. 
Man, that's harsh for the Thunder to be in with those teams. That's that's really bad. It is harsh. They're the best team on that list. We'll see how the Pelicans are when Zion comes back. Which I have a I have a fight to pick with Zion. Choosing his comeback date one week before Oladipo had already announced his comeback date. <laughs> um real real low move, Zion, if you're listening. Or you probably are. Probably. So, hey man, I just let's talk it out. And you know, maybe you can push your comeback date a little farther back. Next category, I have good enough to make the playoffs, but it's just not the right team. Magic, Pistons, Trailblazers, Spurs. I don't like the Trailblazers. Yeah, I'm not really high on them. Yeah. Magic are just lame. Pistons are not going to do it. Well, the Pistons have the best player in the league <laughs> in Andre Drummond. <laughs> right. And the second right. best player in Luke Kennard. But I just don't think they're ready. And I think they need to blow that team up. Next, I have bad enough to miss the playoffs. Too good to have a great draft pick. Uh-huh. Two teams, Wizards, Hornets. Yep. I won't make the playoffs, but at least we have blank. I have Hawks, Kings, Timberwolves. That's basically like they have a good player to build for with the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Timberwolves aren't on that list if Carl Anthony Towns leaves. Right. And then finally, I have bad teams. It's time to start over or wait for Steph and Clay. <laughs> and that's the Knicks, Warriors, and Cavs. So those nice. are my tiers. Um, very similar. I'd say if we had the same tier systems it could be closer but i like yeah, your I, list i'm not like, mad at you i do feel like you're criminally underrating the thunder i'm i okay i feel maybe. like you think they're a lot worse than they actually are and they're actually a, like a really solid team i don't think they're bad i think they can make the playoffs and i, I think there's no question they they make the playoffs we'll you're, see we'll see how the pelicans if, are if you're five wins ahead of a not good grizzlies team already there's no one's gonna i don't think anybody's That's catching true. you here oh, i mean the grizzlies are so good with john morant though they're not good. John Morant's so good. John Morant is really good. He's so good. That team is not a good team. Yes. Um, if the Thunder and Grizzlies played in a playoff series, I'd take the Thunder. Yeah, for sure. No question. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just leave it as it is, but I don't think the Thunder matter to me when it comes to title contention, so I'm just going to leave them out. Well, I don't We're somewhere in the middle. Sure. We need to meet in the middle with the Thunder and just say they're a floater. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will not call them that. All right, let's move on. Okay, so uh, you may remember probably a month or a month and a half or so ago, we did mailbag. From, from our mailbag podcast. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I just threw you off. <laughs> I was actually, I was trying to remember when we did it. And yeah, mailbag. That's what it was. Yeah. In our mailbag podcast, we did a, answered a question about if the pacers were star wars characters who would they be and we wanted to go off of that theme of making the pacers match up with a movie or tv show and today we're going to say if the pacers were office characters who would they be so we're hoping most of you or at least we're hoping 99 percent of you have seen the office if you haven't go watch the office on netflix right just pause this real fast yeah go watch all the seasons. Well, get one headphone for this. Plug another headphone into your TV or whatever you're watching it you on a computer. TVs do that. <laughs> and then listen. So you'll want to have them at the same time. Um, and just start watching The Office. It's so worth it. Yeah, it's really good. So what we did was we uh, separately, I, I listed every single Pacer player and matched them up with an Office character. And I tried my best, and I think I kind of nailed it. Nice. There's a couple players where we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Because you do know the office really well. Yes. I like to think I know the office really well. So we'll we'll talk about it. I think I I think I kinda nailed it though. Jeremy 
went through and has a list of dundies to give away to some I do. of these. I'm going to give away players. some dundies. Yes, dude. I'm so excited for that. So, um, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? Why don't you start? We'll okay. figure out who they are as characters, and then we'll go and give some dundies. Okay. So, I'll just go through the list of top characters as they're labeled on the credits, okay? All right. So, I'll start with Michael Scott. Okay. This one was tough because I didn't want to give it to a player because I didn't think Oladipo had the Michael Scott vibe. I think Oladipo someone else. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't leave him out. I gave Michael Scott to Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Yes, <laughs> because he is accomplished in all facets of his career. Okay. But will say what he wants with no filter, runs a well-oiled machine, and uh, it's kind of questionable sometimes because Larry Bird's the type of guy who will fall asleep just wherever he is. Yep. And you're like, is he too old for this? How's this working? <laughs> it works, though. Michael Scott is just the worst, but the best at the same time. Yes. If you're watching him, he'd probably be miserable to work for. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and uh, time and time again, he has the the best branch, the best sales branch. Yeah. So you're like, how did that happen? That's how I think Larry Bird is. Um, and I also think they're both sometimes hard to understand. Okay. <laughs> You know, just like, hey, little guy, I don't really understand you, but I want to. I don't know if I follow that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to, um, was Dwight next on the credits? Let's just do Dwight, sure. whatever. Um, so I have Dwight Schrute as Malcolm Brogdon. Really? Yes. Because they both have large foreheads. All right, next. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Malcolm Brogdon I, and Dwight, I have a competitor turned friend. Okay succeeds due to great talent and dedication and carries the show when the stars aren't kicking. All right. That's my that's my reasoning. That's really good, yeah. Dwight was hard to pick. Yeah. Um because he's so weird. I didn't want to put Malcolm Brogdon in there. Next I have Jim Halpert. Okay. Oladipo. Nice. Had to be. The guy everyone loves slash wants to be like is a proven winner with big dreams. All I right. think that's an easy one for me. Yeah, yeah. And then I found his girlfriend or friend slash girlfriend slash wife progression throughout the show, Pam Damonis Sabonis. Ah. The perfect tag team partner for Jim slash Vic. Mm -hmm. Crafty. And I said crafty because he can score in so many different ways in the post. Yes. Pam's crafty in a lot of ways. She's great at pranks and she also created a job for herself. And she's good at art. She's, and she's great she's at art. She's just good at crafts. Yeah. So crafty. I think that's a no-brainer. That's a good one. Demonis Sabonis and Pam. All right. Next, I have Ryan, who, for whatever reason, is the fifth person on this list. Um, and I have Ryan. Do you want to guess this one? Uh, TJ Leaf. No. <laughs> I have Ryan as Aaron Holiday because he's a youngin' and he's the hottest in the office. Because Aaron Holiday is that young guy who every Pacer fan loves and has so much hope for. Yeah, but nobody likes Ryan. Michael Scott loves Ryan. That's the only reason I said it. Larry Bird loves Aaron Holiday, too. Like, yeah. so much. See, I, I had TJ Leaf as Ryan because he's oh. kind of just sticks around and you don't know what to do with him. Okay. I had someone else and as he's not TJ really, Leaf. he's not really good at his job. I think, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> All right, well, I have Aaron Holiday. You have TJ Leaf. I might convince you on TJ Leaf in a bit. Okay. All right, Stanley, I have TJ Warren. All right. Keeps to himself, gets his job done, does a good enough job to get by. Has an outburst of emotion True. at some point. Yeah. Stanley has the did I stutter moment. Mm -hmm. TJ flipped off Jimmy Butler. Yep. That's that's my reasoning for Stanley. That's a good one, yeah. 
Um, next, I have Phyllis, which I haven't figured out who's Phyllis yet, so we're going to skip that. Okay. Then I have Toby, who I have as TJ Leaf, and my explanation is just kind of there, is my reasoning. That's fair. I had, I had Jeremy Lamb for Toby for a lot of the same reasons. Okay. Just like, what? Yeah, Jeremy Lamb was a tough one. He's like underachiever, like just kind of going through the motions, uh, not really fitting in. Yeah. So. That's, that's who I had Jeremy Lamb. I think I got a good one for Jeremy Lamb, and I might convince you on it, but yeah. I, I could see that as well. Um, next, I have Andy. Mm-hmm. This one was fun for me. I think this was the right one. So uh, I'm going to read my description, and then you can name the player. You'll probably get it as soon as I say it. Below average at his position, but is very good at certain things. Mm-hmm. Andy's great at singing and banjo. This pacer is great at blocking. It's, cut yeah, me it's off Miles Turner. Oh, okay, Miles Turner. That's yeah. who I had as Andy, too. Nice. <laughs> Andy's great at singing banjo. There's other things he's great at. Um, Miles is great at blocking shots and threes, but they disappear when expected to lead slash take control. Yep. Um, that, was, that was my thought exactly. Yes. Okay, good. That one was, I, I think that one's right. Andy disappears at one point in the show uh, when he's the manager for mm-hmm. three months. He goes on that boat. Yep. Or the spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> it's okay. Don't even watch season nine. It's not even worth it. Um, you have nothing to say. Do you agree or disagree with that? Which part? Not watching season, season nine. nine? Yeah. Uh, watch it. It's not just no, it's not as good. Dwight's so good in it. Yeah. But everyone else kind of sucks. The um, last few episodes are great. Yeah, that's true. It's just nostalgic. Um, next, I have Angela as Doug McDermott. Okay. And I don't have a reason. I just needed to put Doug McDermott. Uh, I had Darren Collison. Oh, why Darren Collison? Not on the team anymore. Real religious guy. <laughs> he'd probably he'd probably quit. To He did quit to do... To, yeah and stuff yeah there you go there you go but he's coming back that's the compass yeah that's good okay darren collison um i'll come up with one for doug mcdermott he was just kind of like a extra person i didn't have i shouldn't have even read that um next i have oscar as tj mcconnell and i put that as um i think i think of the episode when michael scott knows all those facts about china Uh and becomes the smartest in the office even though oscar's the smartest in the office which that's when you kind of figure out like oh everyone thinks oscar's the smartest in the office right i think tj mcconnell's the smartest in the office at times because he knows where to be on the court. He's crafty. Like, if someone's dribbling the ball up the court, he'll do that thing where he, like, sneakily walks behind him and then sprints and steals the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes great passes. I, I like to think of him as Oscar. Not a, not a main character. Right. But, like, consistent throughout the show mm-hmm. and super smart. Next, I have Kevin, who, towards the end of the, the series, becomes a prominent character. Yeah. Um, Not the same level as Jim, Pam, Dwight, Andy, like whatever, Michael, where he was. He, he's in the Oscar role, I think. Yeah. Oscar tier. So I have that as Jeremy Lamb. Okay. I have a great contributor, great contributor, but oftentimes leaves you confused and has great moments. Okay. I, I don't know if great contributor is the right word to use, like a solid contributor, mm-hmm. but I think he does oftentimes leave you confused. You're like, what are you doing? Like you just ended the night with three points. Right. And, yeah. um, I think that's a great description of Kevin as well. Yeah. But he has great moments too, you know. Like he'll go hit a big three when it matters. Yeah. Kevin true. will come and have the best joke of the show. Yeah. All right. Next I have Creed as Justin Holiday. Okay. Which was tough because I you know, Creed's kind of just like this. See, old... I had Justin Holiday as Phyllis. Oh. For why? a lot of the same reasons as like you had uh, TJ Warren as Stanley. Okay. You know, just they're gonna come in, they're gonna work hard, they're gonna do their job really well. Like, yeah. That's Justin Holiday. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I have Creed as Justin Holiday because he has some of the best moments of anybody on this list. Okay. But it's typically in the background, and they play guitar really well. 
Does he really play guitar? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you follow him on Instagram, he always posts guitar videos. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. And Creed's really good at guitar. <laughs> well, he, he's in the band. He's in the yeah. grassroots. Right, right, which I haven't heard of the grassroots yet. Have you? They play their songs in the show, so you have, oh, really? you have heard them. Yeah. Oh, cool. I wouldn't have known. Um, all right, next I have Aaron, and this is my last one. Okay. As uh, young and bubbly, still growing into their role, but widely loved by the audience. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? Um, I don't know. Gotga Batadze nice. is Aaron. That's um, good. And I think he is young, still growing into his role, and he is widely loved by all Pacer fans. Would you say that's fair to say? Yeah. All right. So that's my list of Pacers. I think he only missed one. Oh, what? Who did that I would miss? be David Wallace, <laughs> who is, of course, Nate McMillan. Nate, they, that's a great one. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Yeah. Nate McMillan. Okay. <laughs> cool. Love it. And then who's Jan? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to know. Yeah, that's. Who's the worst character in the show? The worst character in the show by the end is Andy. Okay, that's I can't true. Stand Andy. In, Who's just like a, a awful person? That's just like a Jan is up there. Okay, for sure. There's some redeeming moments for Jan. Yeah, Angela is generally unlikable. Yeah. Who's like a side character? I I've seen a list of like the worst characters, and I can't even think of any of them right uh, now. Todd Packer. Todd Packer. He's, I don't want to give he's Todd rough. Packer to Paul George. I want it to be worse than Todd Packer. Oh, worse than Todd Packer. Uh, well, Ryan might be up there, honestly. Oh, dude. <laughs> You're <laughs> crazy for he's that. He's pretty bad. <laughs> um, he's likable, but he's not a good person. Who do you think Nas Mitru Long would be? Uh, Devin. Devin. Which, oh, Devin. <laughs> he gets fired. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking maybe Nate. Oh, like yeah. Dwight's little assistant. Oh, gosh, Nate is so goofy. He has some though. good moments, and you're like, oh, I actually like this guy. He's an idiot, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's not good. I'm going to choose Devin for Nazma Trulong. Okay. That's a great pick. <laughs> and then who would be... Um, Who's Meredith? Yeah, I couldn't think of one for Meredith. Alizé Johnson's still available. Jakar Sampson's still available. Brian Bowen's still available. Um, yeah, Jakar, I think, probably. Yeah, let's just say Jakar. That's Jakar. fine. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, then Kelly. Yeah, I had nobody for Kelly. Yeah, same. I don't know. That was a tough one. So, yeah, that's our list. All right, Jeremy, but you have a list of Dundies. Yes. Which I've been so excited to hear. So for for anyone who doesn't know, hopefully you've watched the we've been talking for a while, so you've had time to watch the whole series. So hopefully you've seen the Dundies by now. And uh they are the awards that Michael gives out once a year, uh in a just a terrible show that no one really wants to go to, but everyone has to and yes. kind of also likes going to, sort of. So uh I'm just gonna give out the same awards that he gives out, but to oh, the Pacers. Okay. And real quick, I thought of something okay. while you were talking. Because at one point, D'Angelo Vickers yes. is out the Dundies. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Paul George is D'Angelo Vickers. Okay. Because he's just the worst. And you're glad when he's gone. Ooh. Okay. But you like D'Angelo. Hang I can on. tell by your no, reaction. I'm not a huge D'Angelo fan. I think Nelly at oh, first. Nelly's a good one. I forgot about they, Nelly. They switch you on Nelly. Yeah, they do. You, you, t- you do it. They're really on Nelly. good at that. So, but Nelly at first, you're like, oh, this is the worst person ever. Ooh, what about the audio engineer who kind of tries to swoop on Pam? When is that? The very end when uh, Pam's like, oh, that when they guy. like force yes. that, yeah, that that's, that's storyline of Pam and Jim getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah, that's Paul George. There it is. There it is. Okay. Anyway, continue. All right. So I'm gonna do these in the order they were given out. I didn't do all of them. I just I did the the ones that fit best. Should you be wearing a suit? Should we be at Chili's? Boop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop-a
Yes. That's the Dwight hits the button and that song plays. Yeah, so, I, so I feel like Austin needs a recorder to, to play some flute sounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first up, Busiest Beaver. Okay, not Bushiest Beaver. Not Bushiest Beaver. <laughs> uh, that award goes to TJ McConnell. Oh, good. He's always out Love there it. filling up stats, running around, doing his thing. Yep. Busiest Beaver He's award. He's so busy. Next up, Hottest in the Office. Yes. I gave this to Malcolm Brogdon. Really? Yeah. Underrated, underrated handsome, but a good-looking guy. Okay, so we're going by looks. Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, if we're talking hottest pacer right now, it Mm -hmm. has to go to Sabonis, if we're talking of talent-wise right now. Yeah. No, this is looks. Looks? You're going looks? Yeah. All right. Obviously, why would I not go looks? I'm so surprised you didn't pick Sabonis. I've only ever picked players on this podcast based on looks. (laughs) I knew it. I've been saying this the whole time. It's crazy that we have this like such similar rankings too. I know. Mine's it's, all talent. It's crazy. <laughs> all right. So you got hottest in the office. Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. All right. All right. I disagree, but I love it. That's fair. I love your lists. So um, let's keep going. Uh, next up, I have the tight ass award and that goes to Miles Turner. Okay. He's a great shot blocker. Jeez. Great defender. Okay. He's not going to give up anything in the paint. So there you go. All right. It makes sense. Yeah. You know, I thought you'd have given it to like Darren Collison or something because Angela gets it in the show. I mean, you know, we were talking about <laughs> Darren Collison point. earlier. <laughs> uh, next up, I have the Don't Go In There After Me award, <laughs> which in the show goes to Kevin. <laughs> what a terrible award to get. Yeah. Puts that on your, your <laughs> shelf at home. No, he would just throw it away, right? Oh, for sure. Eh, it's Kevin, though. He might, he might he put might. it up. I don't know. That is a terrible award to get. And I'm going to give it to Bill Baino, assistant coach Bill Okay, Baino. why? Uh, have you seen him? Yes. He looks like you don't want to go in there after him. <laughs> oh, see, so you were literal with this one? Yes. <laughs> All right, Bill that Baino. Was a very, that was a very literal. literal Shout out award. Bill Baino. Don't go in the bathroom <laughs> after him. Or Austin if he's had a pretzel and cheese at a pastry. Oh, true. That's true. Uh, the Fine Work Award. That goes to Justin Holiday. Okay. For all the fine work he does on the court. <laughs> Who gets that in the show? Uh, Stanley. The I, fine work bo- award? Yes, because he says he got great work last year, and he's not as happy with fine work. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the whitest sneakers award <laughs> goes to Doug McDermott. Okay. Because he wears white sneakers with the uniforms. Dude, this is about as good of analysis as you can find it on any Pacers podcast. I did find a cool website that you search a player that shows the shoes they usually wear. Oh, so that no that was, way. So That's I, actually pretty cool. I had fun looking through that for a while, looking yeah. at all the shoes Pacers wear. Have you ever played NBA 2K, like my player or anything? Yeah. So um, I like to think of TJ Leaf's shoes as like he just started the game, has no VC. Just the gray. The, no, nothing. like those. Well, I always think of those black shoes that oh, he'll wear yes. with the mid-level black socks. Yeah. And like the like longer shorts and i'm like dude this is such a bad look for sure but it's just because he hasn't earned enough vc yet so he can't buy new shoes but then you never play it again so he just (laughs) never never earns the vc jeez (laughs) that's a good that's good that's analysis that is yeah the grace under fire award i'm giving this one to tj warren okay because he's really good in the clutch he goes he goes down low you're not sure exactly what's going to happen high stress moments and he hits a big shot Grace under fire. 
Not Malcolm Brogdon. It could have also gone to Malcolm Brogdon. But it sounds like you just described Malcolm Brogdon. He's the hottest in the office. <laughs> so you, I'm just excited to hear what you gave to Demonis Sabonis. Well, here you go. Okay. From the commentary. So this this is a e- little extra tidbit here. Okay. There is a Jim Halpert award that shockingly Jim Halpert gets in the show. <laughs> it's just called you the just, Jim Halpert. You don't see it. You don't. It's off camera, and that goes to Sabonis. Okay. He's definitely Jim. You, okay. you had him. Who you did you have him as Jim? I had Oladipo as Jim, you had, but you had him as Pam. I had him as Pam. Yeah. So close to Jim. Close. So yeah, Jim. Essentially the same character at yeah. the, towards the end. Yeah. Really likable guy. Does really good work. Carries the team a lot. Yeah. So there I you take go. back what I said. They weren't essentially the same character. No. I don't like that I said that. Well, they they fit well together. They fit well together. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I like that. I like that. I. It's hard for me to say that he's not the hottest in the office. Because that crew cut that he has is just a good-looking haircut. It's so weird that you are so high <laughs> on a crew cut still. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm a realist. Best dad award. Okay. This one was really easy for me. Oladipo. Because oh. while he's been hurt, he's been the team's dad. He's oh, that's ro- so good. Cheering him on. I was going to say, I don't think he has kids. Doing great stuff on the sidelines for him all, like teaching, everything yeah. like that. He's Best dad award. So, okay, when you said that, I thought, does he have kids? No. But you're saying the Pacers are his are kids. His children. Yes. Wow, he has a lot of kids. He does. You know, like, I feel like Oladipo's taught me a lot. Would you say he's like a father to the fans as well? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, he that's, has that's cool. So he has a ton of kids. Millions of children. Just in a lot of ways, similar to our producer Combs. <laughs> Maybe not millions. <laughs> right. But tons that are out there that we just haven't found yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and me and you have... Been adamant that we should actively be searching for him, but That's Austin true. is not in the same boat as us. <laughs> Why would I want more bills to pay? All right, <laughs> rolling on. <laughs> uh, I only got a few more here, All so right. I'm gonna finish this up. Uh, the Pro- promising assistant manager award goes to Popeye Jones. Oh. He's a promising assistant manager. I like that you gave the assistant coaches some love. I do. I always try to. Yeah. They, they you, deserve love, too. You do. And they, they are a great assistant coaching staff. I really wanted to give out cutest redhead, but there's no redhead on the <laughs> team. So couldn't get a, couldn't give that one out. Uh, Chase Budinger once played for the Pacers, right? That's true. But no. Can't give it to him right now. Okay. He's not on the team right now. Uh, the moving on up award. That goes to Goga. Oh. He's moving on up. He's who getting, wins that in the show? Uh, I don't. I think uh, Daryl. Oh, okay. Because he moves upstairs. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, but Goga, he's getting better. He's turning into a really solid player. He's so. moving on up. Yep. And then uh, last but least, worst salesman, <laughs> TJ Lee. Jeez. <laughs> Who does worst salesman go to? Uh, I don't is, remember. Is it Andy? Honestly, it. It might have been Pam. Okay, that's so bad. I don't know though. I I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah. So there there those are my Dundee awards. Dude, love it. So good. There's there's a couple that I'm you know might change, but mm-hmm. that yeah. I I like your list. I love how much time you said you put into it. Uh, four hours. Four hours. Four solid hours. Yeah. While you were doing other things, of course. Right. I have, was watching game film. Yeah. I was watching the the assistant coaches on the bench. Yeah. I'm Which doing- is weird when you told me that you found clips of just the Pacers assistant coaching staff and yeah. you watch them for hours. Yeah, I actually paid a guy every game he just films the assistant coaches yeah. so I can watch that game film. He's Russian. 
Yeah. It was on the uh, dashboard of his car <laughs> that he brings to the stadium. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty expensive. But hey, money is no object. I mean, money is no issue when it comes to this podcast. Amen. The All Pacers podcast. That's what I always so, say. Hey, thanks for giving it your all, Jeremy. All right. So what do we have next? Uh, you want to break down some games that we just played? I'd love to break down some games that right, we just let's played. Let's break down some games we just played. Uh, let's do, we can toss in the two Timberwolves games together, okay. I think. Uh, both wins. Both probably a little bit closer than we might have thought they would have been. Mm-hmm. But still good wins. One was a road win, <clears throat> so I'll take it. Yes. Um, so the first one, we were in Minnesota. That yep. one was, uh, we we were down until the fourth quarter, I believe, right? Yeah. Or it was close till the fourth quarter. And then the fourth quarter, that's when we started to pull away. I mean, we didn't win by a ton. We just won by five. Mm-hmm. Um, but good game from Sabonis. He had 29 points, 13 rebounds. Yeah, big game from Brogdon, too. 21. Big game from Brogdon. He closed that game out. Um, so then the next game, the Timberwolves came to Indy. Yep. And we won by two. TJ Warren game. It was a TJ Warren game. Your boy, TJ Warren. Yep. So um, TJ Warren with 28. Just, you know, had one of his games. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves, I mean. Yeah. Two wins against the team we should have two wins against. Yeah, these aren't the games I want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about the Denver game. Ish. Which was, for a lot of it, not great to watch. I yes, true. Well, the whole time you felt, or I felt like, hey, we're not out of this. We weren't down by a lot, and then in the fourth quarter, we just pulled away. Yeah, it just, it never felt, until the fourth quarter, I never felt good watching that basketball. It's just, it wasn't fun basketball to watch 15 points in the first quarter is not good no uh we could not hit a shot man that was that was so frustrating we now have quarters of 13 13 and 15 on the season and like having quarters that low or not is not especially in 2020 yeah you got to pick that up um but but, dude uh four 20 point scorers doug mcdermott went off this is we had a discussion or i made a post about who was the mvp of this game Mm -hmm. um and it it ended up being like 150 to 154. Yeah. So people picked Sabonis because he had a triple double, 22 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. Um, Doug McDermott though ended up getting like 18 points in the fourth or something crazy like that, right? Yeah. Six to seven from three. Dude, he could not miss. The thing is though, like I do think Sabonis earned that MVP. I, I agree. I, pro- I voted for him. Okay, I probably I probably would have voted for McDermott if I voted. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the way he ended that was insane. But, I mean, Sabonis in the fourth quarter ended up getting a ton of huge offensive rebounds. Yeah. Um, and then assisted a few times to Doug McDermott on those threes mm-hmm. and those drives that he had. So, Doug, uh, Sabonis played a huge part in Demonis, or in Doug McDermott's 24-point game. Yes. But also, Brogdon had 22. TJ Warren had 22. Yep. Um, Miles Turner had three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let's not forget Justin Holiday, who had 14. Did yes. Quite, oh, he did, huh? He is in double digits. Gosh. So, he's so good. Yeah. He's, he's been so delightful. Delightful is a great word. So um, that was a good game. That, I think, is a top three game for me this season. Uh, I agree with you, just because of the way it finished. Yeah. Not, not I, from a, like, I liked watching it standpoint, but from a, like, really good win mm-hmm. standpoint. We talked about this. I think there's four that I would put in there. Mm-hmm. We beat the Lakers. Yep. We beat the Raptors in overtime. Aaron uh-huh. Holiday had a good game that game in overtime. Um, we beat the Jazz at home. Yeah. And then this game. Mm-hmm. This game was so fun just because the fourth quarter we put up 41 points and we couldn't miss. It was, yep. it was just a great game. So uh, it's it's a top four, three or four game for me. 
I know I said three originally, but I thought of the Jazz game. Anyway, what's the next game? That brings us to what has to be one of the bottom five games for us this season. Maybe the bottom game. <laughs> Which was a 30-point loss to the Jazz. Uh, I called this on last week's podcast. I said we would lose one of these two games. We did lose one of these two games. I did not expect it to be this bad. Yeah, 30. <laughs> it's um, really rough. Schedule loss, though. Jeez. When you get it back-to-back on the road in I want to say at so, altitude like that, it's it's going to be Yeah, rough. at altitude. I want to say it was a schedule loss. Malcolm Brogdon also said, though, that we were going to win these five games. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe they're trying to win. Yeah. Which which just made this 30-point loss even worse. Um, I don't know how much of the game you watched. I was so cringy the whole game because we could not hit a shot. It just, yeah, I, I mean, I turned it off pretty early. Yeah. It, it became evident we're, we weren't going to learn very much from this game. So somehow we scored 25 in the fourth. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. The third quarter is the one that I hated. Mm-hmm. I hated watching that quarter. We couldn't hit a shot. We ended up having over 20 turnovers. Yeah. Or we, uh, the Jazz had 20 turnovers, mm-hmm. over 20 turnovers, and we just couldn't capitalize on that. Somehow, we lost the game by 30 when we stole the ball from the other team over 20 times. Right. Makes I, zero sense. I did have a bad feeling about this game after the Nuggets game just because of how much effort we exerted, especially towards the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you do that and you have to play again the next night, it almost never goes well. So. Yeah. I will add, uh, TJ Leaf had a 24-point uh, game per 36. Oh, very good. So uh, just did that math in my head. Three minutes, two points. So... Uh, just worth noting. Well, thank you for noting that. Yeah. Oh, and 12 rebounds. So he had a 24.12 rebound game per 36. Per 36. Uh, and that brings us to some games we have coming up. We are recording this on Wednesday, the 22nd. So we'll skip over the Suns game, which we should win. And we'll go straight to the Warriors that is coming up on Friday. And hopefully this will be out by Friday. So y'all can hear us talk about it a little bit. Uh, should be an easy one. Not a good team. Maybe. 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 It's a road trip. It's our fourth game of the road trip. The Warriors are so bad. Here's the thing, though. They throw up so many threes. That's they could true. beat you. They could beat any team any night, which they don't. Right. So I'm kind of talking myself out of it. Yeah. The only thing is, though, wins. like, the Suns shoot so many threes. We just played the Nuggets and Jazz back-to-back. Like, if we lose to the Warriors, the worst team in the league, it's going to suck. But I'll be like, well, I guess it kind of makes sense, like, I don't know. No, I don't think it would make sense. You're right. I don't think so either. There's but, no way we should lose this game. Yeah. Um. The Warriors are so bad. You're right. They're so bad. They just throw up so many threes. Like, if they can hit 50% of their threes yeah. in a miracle, like, we'll lose. But I just... I, we'll set the pace. It's crazy that a former All-Star like Draymond Green isn't going to be on the All-Star team this year when his stats have only gone down about one per category. It's, Jeez. It's so weird to me that Shots. when they're not good, all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, Draymond's not that Do good. Do Louisville fans like you hate Michigan State? Uh, I don't... You Were you an IU fan? For a Bef- while. Uh, when, Louisville, was yeah. Draymond at Michigan State before you went to U of L? No, he was college? there. We beat them in the Elite Eight. Okay. Gosh, I hated him in college. He cried when he walked off the floor. Good. It made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like him on the Warriors either. Um, they're so bad. They're so yeah. bad. So, yeah, you're right. We'll, we'll win that game. It's a college all star team, essentially. It is. It's pretty rough. Mid-level uh, all-star team. But following that game, we uh, finish up our road trip at the Blazers, who we have both already said today that we don't really like that team very much. I thought about but this. But they are still very dangerous. Yes. The thing that we are really good at is um, we have smart players, yep. and then Sabonis is just killing it inside. Mm-hmm. Hassan Whiteside's a good defender in the post, 
He makes some stupid decisions, but I don't like saying Hassan Whiteside is good at anything. Okay, I think I think he's okay. But he I'm not rebound. saying you're wrong. He I can just, rebound. I don't want to say it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a better big man than what the Warriors have right now. Yeah. Is that's, that fair? That's fair. Um. They don't have Zach Collins right now because of injury. Right. They don't have Yusuf Nurkic right now because of injury. Yep. And it's just really hurt their team. So, yes. I mean, they, they have Dame and they have CJ McCollum, and that's so good. But, like, I mean, they're just underachieving because they don't have big men. Yeah, and that's, it's a different team with Nurkic. Nurkic is really good. He's good. Um, but we have Sabonis. True. He's so good. We, he should put up good numbers that game, and then our guards should do well, too, because Dame can't really play defense too well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Win, win, win potential. Yeah, I think so. And then the next two games are Bulls and uh, Knicks after yeah. that. But we don't have to talk about those right no, now. We'll get to those maybe next week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think before... Oh, the Bulls games when Oladipo comes back, by the way. True. So, dude. That'll be big. We have three more games, including tonight, which we didn't talk about the Suns. So, we'll have the Suns, Warriors, Blazers. And then the next game is when Oladipo comes back. Yep. It's, which It's close. Look at this, dude. The hairs on his arm are standing straight up. Well, they're kind of matted down right now because I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. But he has goosebumps, goosebumps the size of Lake Michigan. Hey, my uh, my wife calls them chicken bumps. That's what they say in Hawaii, where she's huh. from. That's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> so maybe they don't have geese down there. I'll have to ask her. Yeah, find out. I'll give you an update next podcast. All right, thanks. But she says chicken. She goes, I have chicken bumps. I'm like. What? It's like no. That's, Is that a disease? It just sounds like chicken pox. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> should I wear a mask? We should be wearing masks. We should. We're in a room with a sick person. Yeah, with how much he's been coughing too. <laughs> well, you're the one who ate the M and M's. I didn't eat them. Oh, you will. I did. I licked <laughs> them. But speaking of a sick person, we're gonna wrap this up and get out of Breezy's hair. Uh, thanks for listening today. We'll be back next week with more, as always, and uh, just be sure to share about the podcast and the Instagram, like, follow, subscribe, everything like that. Jack, take us out. For Jeremy, for our producer Combs, I'm Jack. Peace out. Peace out. Hey. about team basketball it's all about playing the game the right way the name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey you play for the indiana pacers that's who you represent